0: Hey, what's up, everyone? Thanks for listening to You Had Me at Black. This week's story is about love. You know, that deep, gut wrenching, all consuming playground type of love. We'll hear from Tennyson from Brooklyn. He shares a story about how at 10 years old, he made a master plan one Valentine's Day to woo his crush off of her feet. Keep listening to hear how it unfolded. I want you to breathe all the <laughs> This is You Have Me at Black. The podcast where Black Millennials tell true life stories. I feel like this is such a me thing at this point. I don't know how to delineate like where my crushes end and my actual interests in people begin. Like I fall in love every other weekend, which I'm sure people can attest to. Like not real love either, love as in infatuation. You know, you get into something and you get really really into it. I think I'm like that in most areas. So in love it's no different. I see something I like, oh, no, I love this person. This needs to happen right now. We're getting married. She's going to have my children and have an awesome family out in a brownstone in Brooklyn and grow old together. And I think it's always been like that. The earliest time that I can remember, though, I was in, let's see, second grade, and I had a crush on this girl. We'll call her Allison. I have a crush on this girl named Allison. So days are going by. I'm like how do I talk to Allison? I'm not really good. I'm like a nerdy kid, a nerdy 10 year old. So I come up in my mind with this grand gesture that I'm gonna make. So we're getting closer to Valentine's Day and I'm like, I know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna get her a really nice Valentine's present. And then when I give it to her, like she'll be completely taken over. Little second grade me is thinking, and then we'll start dating and then eventually get married and you know, move into the Brownstone in Brooklyn and all that jazz. So I go home and I tell my mom, I wanna make something for someone for Valentine's Day. So I decide that I'm going to make one of those lanyards. Do you remember that, like, with the little plastic things, and, you know, your box and your barrel and Chinese staircase and all that? So I go, and my mom takes me to the craft store. We get a bunch of the lanyards thing. I still remember the colors. It was, like, red and black and glow-in-the-dark on the sides. started with, like, an 8x2 box, and then it turned into, like, a twisting barrel thing. With my mom's help, I must have spent, like, a week making this thing. In my mind, I'm like, okay, this is the dopest thing that I've made for anybody up until this point in my life. So we put a little key ring holder on it, and I get a jewelry box. And I put it in the Macy's jewelry box, and then I get, like, my mom goes out and gets me a bag, like a gift bag. I put it in the gift bag, and I'm like, this is gonna work. This is the best idea that I've ever had. So we get to school, and it's Valentine's Day. So, you know, you, you do the Valentine's thing that they do. School, most of the time, where you, like, write Valentine's, give it to everyone in the class and I'm the most nervous I think I've been up to date. I'm sitting in my chair, anxious, sweating bullets, like how am I gonna do this? And I essentially chicken out. If I give this to her and what, what happens she says no, like how's that gonna work out? I, I chicken out and the day goes by, I don't give it to her, we have lunch, don't give it to her. I uh, get back from lunch, do whatever arithmetic that we have. And end of the day comes, we're leaving class, we get outside. And I'm like, it's now or never. Like, you can't give this to her tomorrow. You can't hold on to this and say, hey, I made this for you for the day after Valentine's Day. Because that's not a thing. And that's even weirder. So I find her. She's getting on her bus to, like, leave. And I run up to her. And, like, right before she gets up on the bus, I get her the bag. I go, hey, Allison, this is for you. Happy Valentine's Day. And she goes, oh, thank you. And then she opens it up. She sees the Macy's box. She looks excited. She opens up the macy's box and here is the you know lanyard and i remember she looked at it and she was like oh this is nice and she said something to me that like i will literally never forget for the rest of my life she goes can i take it apart and i go wait excuse me thinking like <laughs> what do you mean take it apart just spend an entire week making this for you like there's no taking this apart this is the gift like you, you like it and we're supposed to get married now like that's not what you're supposed to be telling me So, like, in my head, I'm thinking all of these things, and I respond with, yeah, sure, I I guess. Yeah, no, that's cool. And she goes, okay, awesome, thank you. And then she gets on the bus, and she leaves. And then the next day, she doesn't talk to me. Nothing changes. We're still in the exact same position we were before. Mm -hmm. And now I am here thinking, like, I can't believe she asked me to take it apart like it, it was like she asked me to like take apart my entire heart that I and I just felt completely dismantled like out of all of the things that could have happened I was thinking very positively and that was like not on the radar That is the first time I had a crush on someone that was just completely dismantled. And from that moment, now I just, I still fall hard, but I've never made anyone a lanyard again. And I will never make anything because on the off chance that someone decides, like, the raw materials for this are more, like, I I don't even understand why she couldn't have just gone and buy, like, a new lanyard first. You don't need to take one. Yeah. (laughs) So I feel like getting to a place in your life where you kind of realize what your strengths and weaknesses are is a good thing, and I realized one of my strengths and weaknesses is that I jump into things very, very wholeheartedly with both feet, including crushes and love and regular life stuff. I think it was one of the first times that I kind of realized that about myself, and I figured sharing it, knowing that is who you are is a strong thing. It is knowing that you are a person who dives in feet first, even if it's, you know, kind of foolhardy sometimes, is a very strong thing, and it can help anyone realize that. That would be a dope outcome for me. Thanks for listening. If you like what you hear, visit youhadmeatblack.com slash review to leave a review and subscribe.